0: Hi everyone, welcome to TFA with Adam and Eden. Today, um, I'm going to be talking about my personal experience um, in dealing with a um, a mask fine, um, and how it happened, uh, what was what was involved, and um, the the process in order to review the fine and go to court, and what was the ultimate outcome. Um, The offence started out in July of last year, and in New South Wales at the time, it was lockdown, and especially around our council area, or our local government area, um, as cases were high then, uh, we had very strict restrictions, and those restrictions were, you couldn't go out, um, what was the restriction, was it five kilometres?
1: Five kilometres from your house.
0: From your house. So... At that time I was walking, uh, exercising um, And I was around about one and a half, two k's on my house I had my mask on me But it was in my pocket uh, As as um, I was strenuously exercising And at that time that was the rule You didn't have to wear a mask on But I still had it with me In case I had to interact with someone um, In the neighbourhood And then obviously I'll put it on then Anyhow so I was walking, and I see a police car driving past, and then they spot saw saw me, did a U turn, and then came parked and approached us, approached me, I should say. It was two officers. They were general duty. So general duty is, from my understanding, they're they're kind of new in the police yep. force. They're not like a... I don't know... Like a constable... They're not a highway... It wasn't a highway patrol car... It was just the standard police car... And they said... You know... We're stopping you because... You're... You're not wearing your mask... Um, I said... Well... uh, Hold on... Like I'm exercising... And... And the police officer is not... That's not an excuse... Um, The rules are... You have to wear it at all times... Um, And to be honest with you... At that time... I was working quite a bit... Around six, seven days... So... I wasn't keeping up with all the rules that were changing, so I actually wasn't hundred percent confident myself if that rule was in place or not. Because um, at that time, right, Eden, it was they yeah. were changing every hour, pretty much. I I took it upon
1: myself to do a bit of research on on um, all the public health orders that were signed off by Brad Hazard at that time. I think it was July, August, mm-hmm. September, and I went on the New South Wales government website. And I had a look at the list, and this was specific to Delta, to the Mm. Delta outbreak. And there were public health orders, or amendments, I should say, to public health orders, occurring on almost a daily basis. So it's very, as an ordinary citizen, it would be extremely difficult to keep up with that.
0: That's right. And usually, um, correct me if I'm wrong, Eden, but they allow uh, a a, a period of time where they give people warnings or cautions generally when there's a law, a legal change. Like for example, I remember when the mobile speed cameras, uh, sorry, the um, mobile phone camera like detections came in place. They were giving everyone cautions for the first month, just to let everyone know, you know, that this is the new law, blah blah blah. But with this public health act, which I understand, it's a pandemic, you know, it's a, it's a health issue where where they expect people to be checking the updates. And actually, talking about updates, um, so after that, so that the the general G- so the officer was writing um, writing down some notes because it, it, it's to my understanding that they're not allowed to issue the fine; they don't have the authority. They've got to write down the notes, go back to the station, and then um, get like a senior um, a senior police officer to go and I guess sign it off. Yeah. Now, um, the police officer asked me for my ID. And I said, look, I'm literally I'm exercising around my neighbourhood. I don't have my keys. I don't have anything on me. I, I had my phone on me. And then she said, well, don't you have the Service New South Wales app? I go, to be honest with you, I actually don't. And I didn't. I showed on my phone, look, I don't have the app. She goes, well, that's a bit um, odd. You know, for someone who's 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 young like yourself, you should have it. And I go, well, that's a bit that's a bit of a stereotype. It's not your it's not your job to judge whether or not I should have had an app or if it's odd. You know, your job is to ask for the ID, and if I don't have it, that's it, right? Anyhow, I said, "Look, I'm I'm around the corner from my house." Blah blah blah. She goes, "Look, well, how do I know you're not on bail?" I go, "I well, I said, "Hold on, you're being very extreme." I actually said this to her. So you're being very extreme. You saw me, you know, exercising around my neighbourhood. Now you're saying that I could be on bail. Like, you need to just take a step back. And and I could see how how much power these officers had like they could tell they're they were armed and at the time they had full power and authority um and they were young officers right? they were young officers yeah. as well so um yeah so we at the idb i don't have it i and then and then she said all right let me provide, like can you provide your id orally so i did that it checked out everything was good Um, I go about my day pissed off, but uh, I did still go about my day. It was was annoying because it was a $500 fine so So fast forward around two weeks, I get a fine in the mail, you know, no mask $500 I expected all good now I um, Went through to the process here in New South Wales is you've got to go and write an appeal to revenue New South Wales um, which is ironic because they're called Revenue New South Wales, yet you're writing an <laughs> appeal right. to them. So anyway, blah blah blah. I wrote down my excuse, telling me exercising. They came back with their, you know, uh, generic response. They seem to, th- uh, they they seem to think they're there's some health officials. The way they respond, talking about how, you know, blah blah blah, health and safety, and, and to be cautious with with this, with like with what's happening around um, um, the world right now, and that you should have had it on. I said, but hold on, you're missing the point. It's not your job to comment on the safety. It's your job to comment on whether or not it was um, reasonable or, or correct, I should say. And it wasn't because the public health order at the time said strenuously exercising was allowed. That's right. But anyway, yeah. with Revenue South Wales, when you do an appeal, it's very there's a very slim chance in general. And what was the stat? I think it was 10 out of 7,000 yes. uh,
1: applications for review yeah. were... Accepted, only 10. For masks. That's
0: right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So they're all, they're all going to have to go to court. Uh, anyhow, um, I got my response back from saying revenue, you know, like I just said, denied, no problem. I opted to go to court. Now, this was, I would say, mid-August 2020, by the time I got the reply back. Fast forward around a month and a half, two months from there. Oh, sorry, before I say that, um, I got a notification saying that, um, the court date was going to be in uh, on February, so about six, seven months. That's Th- how that's,
1: that's the court attendance notice. That's that the court receive, attendance
0: yeah. note, and and that just shows you how um, uh, flooded the, the, the court systems were with these type of offences that have to wait six months plus for this. Okay, so fast forward um, a month and a half, two months from getting that court attendance notice, I get a private um, number calling me during the work hours. Answer the phone, and it's um, it's a familiar voice. It's the police officer who issued me the fine. Yeah, she said, you know, uh, this is my name is blah blah blah. Do you remember this, et cetera, et cetera? I go, yep. Yeah. She goes, I oh, now I've noticed that you're going to um, you're going to court for uh, for in regards to that mask fine. I go, yeah, that's right. Is there a problem? She said, and I can't believe this. She said, I just want to let you know that I'll also be issuing you an additional $1,000 fine for no ID. And I said, well, I'm confused. What do you mean? She said, oh, you know, um, do you remember how you didn't provide ID? I said, yes. And I did also remember that I provide orally, and you were happy with that at the time. He said, all good, checked out. That's it. Um, I will say I was voicing my frustrations to her because it was it was just it was very um, surprising uh, especially a police officer calling you directly it just didn't seem uh, like normal practice right That's normally no injury, the, yeah. once they they issue the fine it's up to Revenue New South Wales on the courts so they don't have anything to do with it so I said "Well, why did you wait over two months to issue me this fine when you gave me the fine for no mask two months prior, so you can't say you didn't have time. You you gave me the 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 the, the, the first fine then, um, and then she replied. Statute of limitation gives me six months in order to to um uh, issue a fine after yeah. the offence. I said, look, it's statute of intimidation. That's what you're trying to do. You know, you you can see that I'm going to court. You're obviously frustrated, and you, you I'm sure you've got a lot of Um, you know, uh, cases that have gone to court already and they're all failing uh, or they're all winning. Um, So, you you know, you wanted to slap this another fine in court to see if it sticks. That was what I was saying. Um, Didn't get a reply hung up. That was that. Again, I was so frustrated and annoyed because, look, let's take the legal side out of this for the moment. It's just ironic that I'm getting an additional fine for no ID When my ID was verified and checked out in order to issue me with the first fine, no mask. So it it made it it made no sense at all. And I was compliant. I didn't, you know, cause a fuss or I wasn't. um, I wasn't resisting um, uh, those details. But uh, again,
1: it's the it's the formality because in the public health order that um, Brad has it signed off. uh, It basically said that you must. Furnish proof of evidence, mm-hmm. like official documentation, of uh, uh, your ID. That's right. Um, no matter where you are, and that's that's unusual. Very unusual. You've never, ha- especially when you're, you know, you're exercising. That's it's.
0: This is this is definitely unusual, and um, uh, and it's it, it, it just shows you that the these rules were changing so frequently. If you if you weren't checking on a daily basis, you would be left behind in terms of. Keeping up to date, and and you will suffer the consequences as I did. That's right. Yeah. So, um, now here's the interesting thing. I I went all the way with this, so I made a complaint um, to the superintendent. Um, I explained the details. Um, I um, presented all the facts, and what really annoyed me about this is I didn't mention in my. In my email to the superintendent. Anything to do with. The. Um, events that occurred on the day. That this incident happened. I said that. It is wrong for a police officer. To call me. Directly. Personally. Saying that they're going to issue me an additional fine. Uh, especially when. It was two months in the past. Um, and my. Uh, my. Um, my original offense was uh, was going to court. Like It was very unusual. So. What the superintendent did is he reviewed the footage and completely disregarded the phone call. And in his response, he reviewed the footage. Everything checked out. The actions of the police officer was fine. We didn't see anything, uh, see any issues. You're going to have to deal with this in court. And that really, really annoyed me because it was, they were clearly um, ignoring the facts. And just they didn't want to get their hands dirty at yep. all because they knew if they investigated that, they would have had to go through a whole new process and they'll, like, you know what, stuff it. Let let's, just, let's just, you know, uh, uh, answer an, uh, answer me politically mm. and um, let the courts decide. Yeah. Very disappointing considering, you know, you want to put faith into the into the system in terms of the hierarchy. Like, okay, if they've got a problem with this person, let's go to the next, next person on the chain. But obviously that, that's not the case. So I got that and um that was that now fast forward i'd say another well maybe f- three four months to the actual yep. court case so um i went to court with my brother and um very thankful that he helped me he prepared me he uh, prepared prepared facts for me um uh, and all documented so that i could refer to them um i um i Got two character references as well, because uh, that's really important with the um, Australian legal system. They want the judge the, the, the judge want to see that you're someone of good character. Um, they really put a lot of emphasis on that. So we go into the courthouse. Uh, my brother actually got rejected in coming in as a support person um, for whatever reason.
1: And I had to wait well, over an hour, I think.
0: Over an hour. Over
1: an hour because yeah. you know the sheriff was like just wait, wait in the corner. And so I waited, and then, um, and then uh, another sheriff, you know, came to ask me if I was, you know, if I was okay, if I had been dealt with, and I said, "Look, I'm just waiting. I'm a support person for my brother," um, and and so he verified that, um, you know, yep, Adam Zane is a is a is a, is a defendant, um, but we still need to wait. I think until um uh, a courtroom is is decided what court you're you're, you're hearing so,
0: so what place. happened there is because i was so a bit of context here before you can your matter can be heard by the magistrate you've got to go um to this other room which is called i think it's called the register registry's Re- office registry's office or register something like that i'm 100 percent sure but essentially they hear how you're going to play and de- depending on how you plea, you either go and see the magistrate, or you elect to a hearing, which means in this, in my case, I would have had to um, um, come back at a later date with a lawyer and the police officer. The actual police officer would have to be there because I'm contesting the facts. That's right. Yeah. Um. So that's I think what the uh, the sheriff was was alluding to there.
1: Yep. That's right. Because if it's if you're um, pleading not guilty, then you're in and out. That's right. Because all they have to do is assign a, a separate court hearing date. That's yep. right.
0: So I'm in the register. I had to wait um, about an hour uh, as well. Finally, it was my turn. And I said, look, I'm pleading uh, guilty to the no ID because that was the actual rule, but not guilty to the mask offense because I um, it was allowed uh, because I was strenuously exercising. I do that. I, I get told to go to, um, to the um to the courtroom. So I'm sitting in the courtroom, and this is my first time, by the way. And I, I'm just praying. I go, please let this magistrate be someone who's fair, because you kind of get a gist based off how they're treating the other the other um defendants in front of you. You know, you, you get that that vibe. So this magistrate was so nice oh um sorry just thinking about some details um so just just to let you know i'm i was pleading uh, guilty like i mentioned for um the no id so that's what i was i was seeing the magistrate for but the other case which was the um mask Offence That was going to be heard Later this year actually So just sorry Just a bit of context And I'm jumping around So anyhow The magistrate was very fair With everyone else She was reducing the sentences She took into consideration People's financial status People's past records um, And she generally uh, Wanted people to To better their lives She wasn't out there to punish She just wanted to Just make sure that people um, Learn from their mistakes Which was great So my turn came up and um, for first of all, I confused the magistrate. Yes, you oh, did. <laughs> and and my brother Eden was allowed to come in at that time. Yes. He actually got in. I just right made it in time. Yep. Yeah, so that was good. He he came in. So it was just and I was the last one because my surname starts with Z, obviously. So um, so it was just Eden uh, and I and the, and the court officials. So I get up and I. I had a good feeling, because I could see how she, she treated, the magistrate treated the other um, defendants, and um, I said, you know, basically what I said, uh, like I mentioned before, you know, this is what I was doing, um, I wasn't, I was unaware of the rules, you know, et cetera, et cetera. and she said, I'm giving you a full discount, and um, you're going to, I can't remember exactly how she said it, but discount, and not win the case, but Essentially, no conviction, I think she said, yeah. something Char- like charge that. Charge dismissed. Charge dismissed, that's yeah. right. So, so I was, that's the first offense. that was for no. the first offence. That was um, the first offence. Now, I'll show you the second offence. That was second the ID. Yeah, yes. Because you pleaded guilty. Sorry, yeah, that yep. was the ID offence. So, so, sorry, let's just backtrack a bit. Yeah. So, for the <laughs> ID offence, um, I explained my situation. That was a $1,000 one. And um, I, I got that no conviction, which I was stoked about. I thought, great. Then, the magistrate mentioned to me, she said, so sit with your other offense with the mask, just going to let you know that, you know, you're going to have to wait several months. You know, you're going to have to bring a lawyer or to advise that you bring a lawyer. You're going to have to seek legal advice. The police officers is going to come. They're going to present the evidence. You know, just letting you know that's what it is. I think what she was saying is, is it may not be worth it, but she couldn't obviously say that to me. And in my head, I was thinking, it's not worth it for $500 you're wasting another day worth of work and you're going to have to bring in a lawyer and just, it's going to be dragged on and you never know, you might get a different judge and mm-hmm. that judge may not be as lenient. Yeah, Especially because it's going to be later on in the year and they would have heard thousands of other cases they're going to be sick of hearing the same thing and maybe the the, the way they treat it will be differently. So I actually said, you know, Your Honour, am I able to hear this now and, and switch my plea from um, not guilty to guilty? She said, yes, you may. Um, so the police prosecutor got the files, actually, very nice police prosecutor, ironically, he presented the, the record in front of me, so I could see what the, the officer had, um, accused me of, like, what, uh, piece of information she wrote, I read it, and I was, again, I was like, this is not true, but anyway, let's just not get involved in that, that's her interpretation, my, my interpretation, or my perception was different, um, Again, I explained my, you know, explain explained the scenario and the magistrate had the same outcome. She goes, look, um, for, well, she did mention that, look, ignorance of the law is not an excuse. It's not an excuse, yeah. Uh, basically saying you can't say, oh, you know, I didn't know about the law. That, that's not an excuse, which is fair enough. But in my opinion, it's, well, hold on. you got to give some time for that for that person to to understand that the law has changed as well. It's a, It's a bit different. You know, it's not black and white. I feel,
1: but I think she was trying to be firm, but fair.
0: And she was because because, because she, what she was trying to say was is that I'm not just going to let you off, and then if you do it again, I'll let you off again. You need to now get world adverse with the rules. And she mentioned that we're going to be living with this virus for a long time, and, and you know these masks for a while, and to essentially get used to it. So again, she gave me a no conviction. Hundred percent discount, and it's a section ten, which basically, from my understanding, correct me if I'm wrong, Eden. It's it's like the offence never happened. It's not recorded, but it's just noted down. Is that right? Something That's right.
1: Like, yep. Basically, means that the 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 conviction uh, you're obviously the conviction stands, mm-hmm. but no, but the charge is dismissed.
0: That's right. Because you pled dumb. That's right. Because you pled guilty. Yep. So after about three or so hours, my brother and I walked out of the courthouse very happy, very ecstatic that we got off that fine, all those fines, um, and I um, restored a bit of hope in the justice system. But it's still, it was still just annoying that the process dragged on for six, seven months, and you you, you know, you you get moments where you think about it, like, oh my God, this is going to come up, you know, and then, you know, you got people telling you, oh, I know someone else who you know, who went through the same thing and they didn't get off. You start hearing these stories and, and you lose a bit of confidence or hope. But at the end of the day, you just got to just make sure you, you, you present the facts. And I, I actually want to offer a bit of advice um, as well, if I can. And that is... um, um Not legal advice. Not legal advice, <laughs> of course. Yeah, definitely not legal advice. Just, just, I shouldn't say advice. It's just my opinion. Is... The judge, they just want to know, like I mentioned, someone of good character and that it was a genuine mistake. You're going to learn from it and move on. They're not interested in hearing a whole story or a narrative. Oh, you know, on that day, this happened and, you know, blah, 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 and, and, and all these irrelevant facts. Like a lot of people just regurgitating. They're not interested. They want a nice, short, sweet explanation backed up with some solid character references. And that's all they really need. Of course your record, like your previous offences do play a, a, a role in, you know, if you're obviously a repeat offender, that's not going to help your yeah. your case. But okay. I went in there saying that I was lucky because I was at the, towards the end of the, um of uh, in terms of being heard, I could see what the magistrate was mentioning. And it was about, you know, like I said, ignorance of the law is not an excuse. So when I first stood up, I made sure to say, look, it was my fault. I should have understood and I should have you got to read research. the room. you have to, read, you have the to room read the room because each magistrate each judge is going to be different and they just want they want you to know that you're listing as well and obviously you could see that I was listing um and it it, it played in, into my favor so I'm I'm very happy about that um, but yeah. aren't
1: you glad that um you actually went to court because that was a last minute decision on your part
0: that's right I actually told my other go, look I don't want to waste a day worth of work um you know dealing with this Uh, but then my brother advised me said look you're going to have to hear it you don't want to have you don't want to postpone this and then it becomes a matter of like a hearing where where the the facts get contested and it's just it's not worth it for such a low um low level offense or crime yeah so um definitely a relief and and i want to say as well um um uh, this is this is unrelated but just something we're going to discuss at another time. So the cleaner in this office building that we're in, he actually got caught around the same time as me, so mid-last mid, mid uh, last year, uh, riding an electric scooter. And he got charged four fines totaling over $2,000. Basically, you know, you know, improper helmet, not insured, not registered, massive amount of fines. He can't afford it. Um, you know, he's obviously lower income. He's he's on a visa. He's trying to support his family both here and um, and back in his home country. So we're going to go to court uh, in March and see how that plays out for him, and obviously come back here and, and report on on that case because that's a non COVID related case. We'll be very interested to see the outcome, and and for his sake, I really do hope that he gets some justice um, or some leniency because it's a massive fine for for riding a scooter. It it, it really is. Um, So, yeah. Any uh, final comments, Eden? No, that's it. Beautiful. Well, hope you enjoyed the story and uh, we'll uh, see you soon. Take care.
1: See you later.